This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the September edition of my year-long podcast series on creating a more effective compliance program. Each month during this year, I'm focusing on a different topic, which will help you create a more effective compliance program. And for the month of September, I'm going to focus on innovation in compliance. First, a word from this month's sponsor, Oversight Systems. Thanks, Tom. And thanks to everyone for joining us today. Oversight's artificial intelligence platform takes a comprehensive, multi-dimensional approach to identifying anomalies that are suggestive of bribery and corruption. Our analytics look across various dimensions such as employees, attendees, vendors, and countries over an extended time period. This enables us to identify employees exhibiting patterns of potentially improper behavior or collusion that are difficult to detect by auditing a single transaction at a time. Based on the analysis, employees or vendors engaged in risky behavior are presented in a risk-ranked format for easy examination. Remediation activities and the underlying root causes are automatically documented to drive continuous improvement. Oversight clients can easily demonstrate to the board and, if ever necessary, to the regulatory authorities that proactive monitoring of business transactions for anti-bribery and corruption risk is an integral part of company operations. With Oversight's Insights On Demand, you can have a best practice approach to identify possible violations in travel and entertainment and procure-to-pay programs. For more information, visit us at oversightsystems.com. Innovation indeed. I hope you will join me for the entire one-month series on innovation. I'm going to take a look at artificial intelligence, social media, leadership, and structural innovations. I think you will find it a fascinating month, and at the end of the month, you will have multiple tools and techniques which you can utilize to make your compliance program not only more effective, but operationalized, more efficient, and helping you to create greater profitability for your organization. This podcast, One Month to a Better Compliance Program, is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day six, Kaizen for Compliance. Loosely translated, Kaizen means change for the better. It has been utilized successfully by a variety of organizations in healthcare, psychotherapy, government, and other industries to help develop long-term competitive strategies, improve operational practices, and stay viable. When you think about it, this principle has even more direct application for the compliance function. In today's environment, being a compliance practitioner is like setting yourself on fire at the beginning of the day and trying to put it out by the day's end. We fight fires. We want to be able to control that fire that is burning within ourselves by learning how to handle the difficult conversation before it occurs or anticipating how we will act when someone challenges our knowledge or authority. Kaizen works by reducing waste and eliminating work processes that are overly difficult. As a lean business practice, Kaizen succeeds when all employees look for areas to improve and provide suggestions based upon their observations and experience. Generally, these suggestions are for small changes that incrementally change the business better. A four-step approach is called Plan, Do, Act, Plan, Do, Check, and Act, PDCA. Under number one, the plan prong, you define the problem and develop the potential solutions. Under number two, the do prong, you move next to implementing the best solution. Under number three, the check prong, you should evaluate the results to see if the solution is working. And finally, under number four, the act prong, you have one of two options. If the solution you implemented succeeded, you want to standardize it and make it impl- and then implement it across your organization. However, if the solution did not work, you should return to the planning stage and start again.
using this PDCA step approach to implement changes ensures that there is a continual cycle in place to monitor changes and to continue to improve them. In other words, it's a feedback loop. Whether you call it the PDCA or the OODA feedback loop, it's a feedback loop, which is certainly something that the Department of Justice has brought to our attention in the evaluation of corporate compliance documents. Another approach is understanding the nature of, of a risk is a precondition for determining your risk appetite and providing a risk response. It is therefore incumbent that you take the time, the necessary time, resources, and expertise to have a closer look at individual risks and understand what a risk management process means to various departments and heads of division. In other words, the Ben Lockwin risk management process approach. Using a small workshop format to determine and consider the different levels of risk, you might start with the following questions. List the different causes and circumstances that decrease or increase the likelihood of risk. List the different causes and circumstances to understand a risk at an individual level. List the different causes and effects that can make risks occur. Describe the effects which take place immediately after a risk occurs. And describe the risks, the effects of a risk that happen as a result of the primary effects or time lapses. The answers you put into these questions should provide you with a detailed analysis and more insight into both the order and magnitude of the compliance risks your company faces going forward. A second step would be review the risk from a different perspective. You should begin by using the results of the first exercise to look at a couple of different areas. First, you can consider the different causes and circumstances that you focus on and the processes or events that precede a risk occurrence. From there, you should list the different causes and circumstances that focus on the processes or events that precede a cause of a risk. The data you develop in this second phase will provide valuable insights to determine the risk appetite, effective responses to optimize risk management, management of risks on the risk identification scorecard, which are embedded in the way you do business. In other words, forecast, risk assess, risk monitor, and feed that information back into your system. Another approach to Kaizen events is called rapid, rapid continuous improvement. Rapid continuous improvement is about taking the existing baseline and improving it by finding waste. It starts with walking the entire process. In other words, going to see how your work is done. The goal is to shorten cycle times and put a bunch of people in a room to describe a process works. And even if they don't agree with each other, they're all working on the same process. So I think this really has some significant implications for the chief compliance officer or the compliance practitioner. The most interesting takeaway was that the process is not used only in manufacturing, but also in internal controls and financial processes to make accounts payable more efficient. Obviously, then, this would work for the compliance practitioner. It would work in compliance internal controls, and I advocate it would work in the entire compliance process within your organization. Using rapid, continuous improvement, it's not about cutting jobs, making the internal processes more efficient. So if you can reduce costs in the compliance field or the compliance regime of your company by being more efficient in the process, it sounds like a win for all concerned. So consider your third-party risk management program. How many steps are required from the first step of business justification to the questionnaire and its return 
the evaluation of the questionnaire, which would allow you to move forward on an appropriate level of due diligence, the evaluation of that due diligence, the um, checking out of the information in the questionnaire, such as references or documents, putting a contract in place, negotiating that contract, and then managing that contract. That's five steps, but literally that could take four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, maybe three months. So how do you make that process more efficient within your organization? A Kaizen event can certainly help you to do so. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, Kaizen works by reducing waste and eliminating work processes that are overly difficult or overly complicated. I would advocate you should try the four-step plan, do, and plan, do, check, act steps. You also may want to just think about it in the OODA loop as well. Finally, never forget that uh, Kaizen works for internal compliance controls and compliance processes. It can be a very powerful tool for your use, and it's something that you as a compliance practitioner should take forward going forward. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to day six of one month of innovation and compliance, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day seven. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you again for listening to this episode of One Month to More Effective Innovation and Compliance. If you have listened to this podcast on iTunes, I hope that you would rate our podcast as would help in our rankings and help get the word out about the only monthly podcast series in compliance, which will help you create a better compliance program. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope you'll join me again tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>